Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beer is a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. Vince, do you like the wilderness? Uh, yeah, on a good day. On a good day? On a bad day, I'd... I'd probably, like, if there's forest fires, I'm out. Oh, okay. I'm probably with you on that. I'm yeah. not much of a wilderness expert, but I do enjoy nature. I'll tell you what I don't enjoy. A, an animal just charging right at me. Oh, yeah. You know? I don't like I don't like bears, lions. And they got all of that, like, uh, saliva they coming the, all over. Yeah, yeah it's like they, they have sh- trouble they expressing themselves. They got shit coming out of their yeah. mouth, you know? Yeah, you know what? You know what creature I'm not sure does that? A moose. Oh, you don't think that that there's a moose drooling out there? Oh, I think I think no, I take it back. I think there's some moose drooling. I think we're about to drink. It. Oh my god, what? Yeah, we went all over the place. We took you there, we took you back, and now we're right here with a can from Big Sky Brewing Company in front of us. Tom, what the hell is moose drool? Oh, it is the flagship beer of Big Sky Brewing Company. And that's right, folks. It's in Missoula, Montana. Hello. Is that a college town? Doesn't it sound like a it college is. town? It that's, is. That's where Montana University is. All right. It sounds a lot like my old school Mizzou, too, which is just, <laughs> woo! It tickles your fancy. It sure does. And you know what? I'm just going to read the description for you right now. <laughs> it's in all It's caps. in all caps. <laughs> this is the best American brown ale in the world! Our American brown ale is served with four different malts and hop additions consisting of East Kent Goldings, Wilmette, and Liberty. It's light on the palate. It's got rich mahogany color. It's got subtle coffee and cocoa notes balanced with a pleasant bitterness. Moose drool. It's here. 5% easy drinker. First Montana beer that we're doing Obviously, it's the top-selling brown ale in the Northwest region. I would never have thought that. <laughs> I mean, should we should we crack? I think we should crack, crack right now. Let's do it. Yeah. Cheers. Take that, RJ. <laughs> well, it smells like a brown ale. And I will just point out, we've done one brown ale before on this show. It was Newcastle. So we'll see how this compares. Oh, that's good. I like it. I dig it. All right, so here's what's wild about this. This is allegedly <laughs> the spotted cow of Montana. Does that sentence mean anything to Montanans? I don't think so. <laughs> like, there, it's a little bit off, right? Because right. it definitely came from a Montanan's blog. Right. Or a Montanian. I don't know. Yeah, Montanan. Yeah, I'm not sure. Montanan, it sounds like a Frenchman. Describing wine. Montanin. I am Montanin. is my tannin. Um, but to con- decontextualize that, Spotted Cow is famous in Wisconsin. It's also famous for only being available in Wisconsin. Not the case here, obviously. Right. But it's also, I think we're well aware, Wisconsin, Wisconsinites? Wisconsin. Scotties won't <laughs> shut the hell up about it. And apparently, if you go to Montana... Tannins won't shut the hell up about moose drool. Right. And what, I mean, come on, let's hear a little bit about Big Sky Brewing and these these talkative moose droolers. Yeah, okay. So, interestingly enough, started by some guys who were homebrewing in Michigan. Whoa. Yeah. 
Neil Leathers, Bjorn Nabosny, and Brad Robinson. Brad and Neil, homebrewers in Michigan since the 80s. They moved out there in the summer of 1990, uh, worked at Sportsman Surplus and High Country Sports, and that's where they met Bjorn. I can only imagine there's a lot of Surplus and High Country Plus stores. They were all buddies. They all loved doing their uh, <laughs> doing their home brewing. And uh, yeah, the big thing that they were hoping to do here was to kind of produce very different beers than Bayern Brewing Company did, um, which is their local brewery, I guess, down at the end of Higgins Avenue. So what are they trying to do for the most part? They started as draft-only brewery, no bottle for the first five and a half years. Everything was brewed on Hickory Street, which is kind of what you expect from Montana over there. And interestingly enough, it's probably a good point to start asking, where does a name like Moose Drill come from? When they started looking at naming their beers, they wanted to use Montana Critters as the theme, and they had bjorn's mom doing artwork for him and they said hey paint a bear a moose a marmot a buffalo a fox and a mountain goat and then they looked at the paintings and came up with memorable memorable names to go with them and the most famous of that is moose drool that's a great recap i also just want to point out on the can it says we make water fun have you noticed that on the back no i think that's uh is that insinuating that this is the water of montana of the state of montana maybe I would like to say that this moose is not drooling. It is full-on vomiting water out. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, it there is. There is a waterfall coming from his lower lip. It is spewing out. It's way it more is, than It is drool. a projectile. Yeah. You know, people say, like, people say that term drooling a lot. But, like, can you actually remember the last time you were caught drooling and you weren't unconscious and asleep? No, no, yeah. I can't. It's not something people consciously are like, oh my God. And your mouth is open for so long that you start to drool well, outside I'm not, of like, it. I'm not, a, <laughs> I'm not a cartoon wolf. Yeah. You know? like, oh, yeah, it's something you see in Looney Tunes. My eyes aren't popping out of my head. <laughs> my friend Paul will frequently send me this video. of It's like a Looney Tunes or something like that cartoon of a, a cartoon dog that's so horny it starts hitting itself over the head <laughs> with a itself. frying pan. He's like, ah, ah, ah. he's like, have you ever been so horny that you start to physically hurt yourself? Like, I just, no. I just saw one where uh, the, and it's actually a, it's, I think it's Little Red Riding Hood, and she's doing her cabaret. Yeah, and a wolf literally shoots himself because he's so, <laughs> he's horny, so horny, and his ghost pops up, and is just like, Whoa! and then the ghost is still horny. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Which, yeah, listen, speaking of horns. You'll get a lot of them out in Missoula. Missoula, Montana. Um, Vince, I've not been to Montana. It's it's high on my list. Beautiful. Yeah, I bet. And and I do have a friend who um, listens to the show who lives in Bozeman. Oh. Uh, his name is Michael Bauer. Shout out, Michael. I'm going to make sure you listen to this episode. But... One of the first things I learned about Bozeman is that it has been absolutely raided by California uh, transplants who are trying to escape the awful taxes of California, so much so that they now call it Bo's Angeles. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, Isn't what that kind of nuts? Okay, so this is, this is going to be interesting because I know for sure 
Like there are some there's some slang everywhere you go. Right. I don't know what it is in Michigan, but I'm sure someone would be able to tell us. Right. Right across the board. I'm curious. Well, yeah, there's, you know, Michigan left. But let's talk about I think we've got some Montana slang. We sure do. And in full disclosure, we we found this website, but We didn't invent it. We didn't make this up. Yeah. But Montana Montanans, they have an interesting tannins way to describe things. For example, Vince, an apple picker, is considered uh, someone from the state of Washington. Okay. I buy that. The Empire State. Here's some other ones. I mentioned Los Angeles, but uh, what do you think a bunny hugger is, Vince? Um, (laughs) Someone who's too sensitive about nature? (laughs) You're not far off. It is uh, a pejorative term referring to someone from California or just anywhere uh, not from there also known as a prune picker so okay if you get called a bunny hugger it's probably not good well let me throw a couple of your way here yeah uh, a bit nippy out at what temperature do you think they call it oh a bit nippy those out? guys are tough I'm gonna say maybe zero degrees 20 degrees below zero or cold okay got it <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought it should be in the negatives but and then was, a buck 98. A buck ninety-eight as a phrase. Yep, I'm gonna guess they think that's expensive. Yes, oh, that's exactly okay. what it is. They yeah. say it's Montana slang for expensive, and I'm gonna use that. I love that. Ooh, that's a buck ninety-eight. Um, all right, I'll throw a couple your way. What do you think the term uh, "fence wrecker" means? <laughs> fence wrecker? Yeah, I feel like that is a like for a toddler. Uh, a kid. Not quite. It's a destructive horse. It's literally a, a destructive horse. Literally something that wrecks <laughs> fences. How about throw throw one my way? Okay. How about gumbo? Gumbo. Well, I don't think they mean it in the New Orleans sense. No, but that's why I picked it. I'm gonna say that it's like someone who's got a lot of uh, gumption. Like someone's very like okay, what is it? It's greasy, impassable mud. <laughs> It's a slick and slippery ooze when wet, but when dry, it has all the qualities and hardness of concrete. All right, this should be an easy one. How about uh, Montana shoe shine? What do you think that is? A blowy. (laughs) (laughs) You said it was easy. It's what you get when you step in a pile of cow shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. All right, what's high centered? Oh, that's someone who's like really full of themselves. They're like highfalutin. Hammered. Drunk. Oh, I'm high centered. Yeah. I like that. Okay, let's do let's do two more each year and be okay. done. Okay. Alright, I got um the phrase owly. What do you think owly means? Uh I think it's there squirrely. It says stubborn or disagreeable. Oh. So if someone's owly, it's like, oh that person's real owly. Okay. Uh meadow maggots. <laughs> um is that like mosquitoes? Sheep. Sheep. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Here's my last one. Uh, nice speaking at you. What do you think that means? It, it's it means that you try to have a conversation, but no one talked to you back. That's their way of saying goodbye. Okay. Nice so it was super easy. Yeah. Here's an easy one for you. What's a curtain crawler? Curtain crawler. Um, that's got to be like a centipede or maybe a maybe a mouse. Children. Children, oh. Also known as ankle biters, fuzz pickers, <laughs> rugrats, or free ranch hands. <laughs> <laughs> free ranch. Oh, God, let's put them to work right I away. I love this. Ankle biters is also from uh, Australia. Ankle biters. I've heard the term ankle biters before, but yeah. just not in that context. I guess here's the point of that uh, fun little exercise. 
This is a state in the United States, and I feel like I just learned a completely different vernacular and culture yeah. within that country. Well, I mean, regionally, we're so diverse. We're very di- I know we're very diverse regionally, but, like, I do... The sense I get from, like, the research you've done and from people that I've talked to who are living there is that the homegrown Montanans, they don't want people messing up what they got going there. And they're very annoyed at these outsiders who are coming in and like, we like this culture. We want to be part of it. And they're like, no, 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 no. You don't get to be part of our culture. You can live here, but you're always going to be an outsider. What do you think about that? Well, I think that they would probably tell outsiders that it's time to take it in the glass. Oh! Maybe we should follow suit. Maybe we should do that. This is a nice brown color. This is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful beer. Super dark beer. Looking good. Here's an interesting question, right? We just talked about what we like and how insular Montanans can be, which is anywhere else, right? You go down south, it's that we don't like your kind. You know, you go in the northeast, it's like, hey, fucking move. Midwest, everybody's like, oh, nice. Texas, oh, it's bless your heart. Yeah. It's all of these ways of letting someone know that they're not welcome. Right. And that's not right, but let's talk about, I think, country in general, and this may be spewing from music, kind of gets a bad rap. The genre of country? I think the genre of country, but I think also just like country in general. Like genre more than music. The genre of country life gets a bit of a bad rap. What are some things, in your opinion, that country gets right? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think that there's a fair or not a perception that like true red-blooded Americans are country people and they live on the land and they they're patriotic and they they're good Christians they care about people and to an extent there's some truth to that like Dude, right now you're everything Rick DeSantis wants to be I know <laughs> I know I'm, I'm terrified of what I'm gonna say next but I um I think that there is like a southern hospitality or a country hospitality like you know, your house is my home. We're going to treat people fair and square. I do think that there is something to that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I've Having not been to Montana, I can't say that specifically about that area of the country. But I think that there is a there's an American idealism about like clean, simple living that yeah. still exists in a good chunk of that state. OK, so clean, simple living. That's fair. Uh, I think for me, the thing that they absolutely get right is the amount of time they spend outdoors you know i I think that's like growing up i don't know what it was like for you but uh, it's very different now that i live in a city there's just not that kind of space but when you get outside and my dad used to just shove us out and be like don't come back in for four or five hours go get some fresh air that idea of fresh air versus i feel like if i were to go to a place that I would call country, I would not expect to have a conversation about Netflix documentaries or Netflix shows. It would be like, what did you do today? Like, how was it different than the last? If it wasn't different, is that a bad thing, right? It just it feels yeah. like it's a real, it offers more of a like traditional human connection. I Yeah, I think you're really spot on with that. I especially think the... Just the idea of not being connected to the internet and being in front of screens all day. Right. And there's a 
like I said, large portion of that part of the country where that's not something people are doing. Their people aren't locked into to phones and computers. They're outside. They're enjoying nature. They're skiing. They're they're on a farm. Like they're hiking. They're hiking. They're doing they're doing cool shit. Like yeah, I definitely think that there's a lot of intrinsic benefits to that that we don't always get living where we live. And we're not talking like no one has a cell phone or the internet there. We know everyone has access to it. We just think it's maybe less of a priority for a large portion of people living there. And they well, have more space. And it's a- Well, I mean, yeah, there's just no, there's no way around it. Like, if you're doing a vacation to Chicago, it's based around an urban environment. A lot of it's based on, you know, modern tech. If you're doing a trip to Montana, like the, the Montana trips I've fantasized about doing... I thought about going to the hot springs and like yeah. walking around in the mountains and really like just taking advantage of the beautiful scenery that they have. And I'll tell you what, based on everything that we have, every stereotype, every piece, the fact that this is like a brown ale and this is allegedly the big drink, the big beer there. Yeah. I know, it fits so perfectly. It does. It's simple. It's straightforward. It's There's tasty. There's harshness to it. Yeah. Like, it's not easy. I think this is a perfect beer for Montana. Before we wrap up, I do want to ask you, since that is hiking region, who is your dream hiking threesome? You and two other people. When you say my dream hiking threesome i mean i mean you're gonna take two people up there and you're gonna have a threesome uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, got it. okay um well i would like to i honestly i would like to hike with a guy like bear grills just so i could have an expert yeah and maybe he could teach me a couple of things here and there but i don't know if i would want if like knew i knew i wasn't gonna die i don't know if i'd want to hang out with him for four hours i agree i feel like if you if you're in that position where you're not gonna die you're like jesus you need someone to be like this guy, right? Take yeah. it easy. Like we don't need to drink our piss. We're yeah. I mean, away. I feel like Matthew McConaughey would be a great guy to go hiking with. Oh, okay. And I know we just talked about him on a recent episode, but that's a guy who's very in touch with nature and would be wildly entertaining on a long hike. Yeah. And then um, I'll I'll give you a probably surprising answer: Reese Witherspoon, who was in a movie called Wilds. Yeah, okay. Which was ostensibly about her going on a very long hike. I don't know. I feel like she, I'd really enjoy her company on something like that, and would learn a lot. That's super fair. Yeah. Uh, I would like to go. I think from a hiking perspective, I'd love Robert Downey Jr. out there. Oh, great choice. I feel like he would be the right mix of glib and serious and have some knowledge, but also some questions too. He seems inquisitive enough. And then I, man, I just, I kind of want Marshawn Lynch there. <laughs> I, and I saw that, I thought about it when you said Bear Grylls. I don't know if you've seen that episode, but Marshawn Lynch might be the perfect famous person in what sense just that he's entertaining he's he's unabashedly himself right no matter what he does he doesn't pull his punches he knows his limitations in terms of he knows what's funny to a point i think snoop dogg might be getting a little bit over his skis but marshawn doesn't do that he's just himself he knows that's good enough he can be funny he's adventurous he's he tries to do what like 
all of these things. Like the Bear Grylls thing is a good example. Yeah. And then on top of that, man, he's got like, by all accounts, he's just got the biggest heart in the world. Like he, Oakland is his home. That's it. He does everything he can to make Oakland better. Even when he was up in Seattle, that was his focus. And I just feel like that's kind of what you're, what you want as a role model and just in general as like a celebrity. Yeah, you make a good case for that. I think I'd be remiss if we didn't mention the film Welcome to Mooseport. I mean, the the beer is called <laughs> Moose Drill. I know. Would you believe it if I told you I'd never seen that movie? I would believe that. <laughs> I've literally seen millions of posters, and I've seen, I think, a minute of the trailer. The only reason I want to mention it, other than the fact that it's got the word moose in the title, is that... I think it is one of the most bizarre final films for a famous yes, actor. Yes, Like Gene Hackman, one of the most legendary and surly actors that we've ever had. And he doesn't go out on Royal Tenenbaums, which would have been like an incredible moment to retire. He came back and said, no, I'm going to do Welcome to Mooseport with Ray Romano. Give me Ray Romano talking him out of retirement right now. Hey, hey, uh, hey Gene, it's Ray. Uh, listen, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the Ice Age films. They're doing all right. Uh, we got this great idea. It's going to be uh, it's going to be set in Montana and we're going to be you know what? We just we really just need you for this movie, Gene. I'll send you a script. Can we? Can, we, can I at least call you and get a, get a cup of coffee? <laughs> yeah, great. That was better than I thought it was gonna. And be, then man. here's Gene on the other end. Ray, Ray, listen, listen. I read the script. I'm fucking in, baby. I love get me a twelve pack of moose moose truel, and I'll <laughs> see you. I'll see you on set. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. All right, that's all I got for you. What do you like? It's like it's like a New York Kermit. Yeah, kind of. Gabra, <laughs> Gabra. Oh God, I'm going golfing. Everybody loves Raymond, and I don't know if that's true. Everybody loves Raymond. I thought you were about to go into the Heath Ledger Joker there no, for a second. No, no, no. Everybody loves Raymond. Uh, let's put a smile on that face, Ray. <laughs> well, let's put a ranking on this beer. Oh, I'm so glad you said it. Vince, where are we at? 3.75 out of 5. They don't mess around in Montana. I'm not going to mess around here. No, pre- no prologue, no epilogue. Flat out, 3.75. Great in the can, great in the beer. Great nut glass. Jesus. Yeah. I got moose drool all over the brain right now. I'm going to give this a four out of five Toms. Wow. And, and only only because when I go to Montana, I don't want to get fucked with. So I want it on the record that I gave it a four out of five. And I'm ready to have a billion of these one day. Hey, so. good for you. I'm ready. I'm ready to throw hands with my best friend now, Ray Romano. <laughs> Ray and and Gene. What are these? Jeez, guys, I, I don't even know. Do we, what do we think about this? Maybe let's just go get a beer. We, we don't need to have fights. What if Ray Romano played Thanos? <laughs> oh my God! You see, guys, uh, you know I I, I am I, I, I'm inevitable. Yeah, my wife doesn't think so, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am. 
We added a new impression to the list. And if you want to check out our old impressions and our old episodes, check us out on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pro- your podcasts. Podcasts? God, I'm starting to turn into a moose. Wherever you get your podcasts, <laughs> uh, like us on social media. We are out there. Instagram. Twitter. Twitter. Uh, threads. Reds. Where else? Everywhere. Where else do we need to no, be? No one, nowhere else. We were, yeah. <laughs> we were threatening to be on Be Real for a while, but, yeah, but until, that never happened. So until next time. I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must moose. Must moose. <laughs>